The Talking Book is an independent audiobook recording studio located in Asheville, North Carolina. If you want to make an audiobook with us, go to thetalkingbook.org. That's thetalkingbook.org. Check out these amazing writers, narrators, indie publishers, this podcast. Come to Asheville. Hang out. We record books in a booth. Here's the show. Welcome to another reading from The Talking Book. My name is Chris Hartram, and this is the show where I play for you a new reading from authors that we love, The Talking Book Podcast. Hope you like it. My son Max and I were just playing uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild for Nintendo, if you know about that. But now they're in the other room, and they're playing action figures, and I'm in here recording this, hiding. Fingers crossed. They don't burst in. Today I have a new reading from Shai Watson and her book, Horror Vacui. Which just came out from uh, House of Vlad Press. Horror Vacui is a collection of poems, prose, and diary entries. And she's going to talk more about that. But uh, Eileen Miles said this about the book. Shy's poems are abruptly smart, a little violent, devious, and ongoing. Legendary, mythic, not prosy, though a little like the voice of God if God decided to speak more collectively for a while. Shy's poems to me are so worth it, and they are crafty, also like God. And that's what Eileen Miles said, author of Afterglow, among other things. Uh, so I'm really honored to have her on the podcast for this. Uh, Shy Watson, reading from Horror Vacui. Uh, enjoy. My name's Shai Watson, and I recently came out with a book called Horror Vacui on House of Vlad Press. It's broken into three sections, the first section being poetry, the second section being waking dreams, which are kind of like prose blocks, uh, descriptions of dreams I wrote that I didn't actually have. And the third section is a collection of diary entries written during quarantine. I'll start with the poems. Hungry kid needs money from piggy bank or bored kid needs geode from rock. I turned everyone I touched into a freak. The sky was heavy. The curtains were gold, like I told you, the tassels. In the front row again, I held my tongue and spilled my soda. Like a fool, I texted for comfort. It wasn't real. I saw the vision and then it expired. Your tooth was loose at the gallery, the cursed girl in the mirror. How she prayed at the party. I whispered, hey there, as if it meant something, as if I were a friend. I wish I had not met strangers and then cast globes around them, but I did, and then I crawled into the globes. It's a disaster at my party. There's a funny girl tonight, stuck under the ceiling fan, sweat caught in the ankles, and oh God, the phone, it won't stop buzzing. I take out the trash in a trance. I pee in a trance. I fuck myself, and when I do, I exit my body. What I miss most is the cattle across the street, the scent of hay, 
and being able to rely on the sky. It isn't easier skipping funerals, water out of wine glasses, folding toilet paper to soak up the blood. I found it simple when I was surrounded than hard when I wasn't. A cracked egg is still an egg, so I wasn't wary of you. And when Colin asked if it's all about me, I smacked my gum, I wore a side pony, I broke both of my legs in the bathroom stall, and then bow-legged, I bent down and cried. This one's called Vestige. Having 111 story views is not a dispatch from God. In the park, Blair wished to invoke orange. When I close my eyes, I see nothing, dream of everything. Even when gentle waves reach up to brush the sky at 7 p.m., people banged pots and pans. I thought it was the Super Bowl. I thought a good thing had occurred. God's gift to optimists is optimism. I stood naked in my roommate's doorway begging for weed. What I can't remember, I have traded for forgetting. Blue eyes and pink lighting, hands on strong, thick throat. If I could step foot into oblivion, I would surrender my wet, open mouth. Into the waking dreams, this is waking dream number five. I'm wearing your Cub Scouts uniform for Halloween. It doesn't fit, but I pull it off. I put your hair in pigtails and you paint my nails to look like they've been digging in dirt. I feel something squishy and notice a chocolate bar melted all over the shorts. I cry apologetically. You kiss my forehead and say it wasn't my fault that I shouldn't be so hard on myself for something I can't control. Your costume is a nurse. And lastly, one of my quarantine diaries. This is from May 4th, 2020. I'm high on unconditional love and I have a sunburn. I have to be careful about what I say. The blowjob song played over the speakers at the grocery store. When the cashier wouldn't speak to me, it felt cosmic, so I left a $1 tip in the small-to-go container at the edge of the register. Tony put our symbolic chocolate bar into my plastic bag. I looked up flights to Hawaii just because I was curious. After drinking a whole 375-milliliter bottle of Espolone and some Mezcal, I slept through my alarm and failed to retrieve my vegetables from the neighborhood farm stand. On Thursday, I made a difficult decision concerning my dad. My former slash past sunburn became an itchy stomach rash. Benadryl helped me sleep. I had a nightmare that an acquaintance of mine went down on me, said my pussy tasted acrid, and then we rode a water slide together. There was nothing to talk about. In real life, they right-swiped me on Tinder last night. The psychic dance is a maddening hell. Quarantine has given me more perspective on life's malleability and, consequently, responsibility. If I can will anything, I need to be careful about it. 
make sure that it serves my higher self. But I've also gained perspective on the value of capital E experience. Even if something is a terrible idea, I want to do it if it will enrich my life experience, maybe. My ex told me that they've been referring to me as their super ex. I love them. I am so full of love. My cool new trick is an adamant refusal to grip onto anything, to leave so much room for God. I hereby designate all of my room for God. If you ignore your phone for hours, everyone sends you texts. There we go, Shy Watson reading from Horror Vacui on the Talking Book Podcast. Get the damn book. Thank you so much to Brian Allen Ellis and Shy Watson for making this happen. Go get it at houseoflaw.bigcartel.com. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes, so please get this book by Shy Watson. For more episodes of this show and to see our audiobook catalog, go to thetalkingbook.org. Most recently, we released a full-length collection uh, called A Sense of the Whole by Siamak Rasuhi uh, from Orison Books. We're in Asheville, North Carolina. We record books and we make this podcast and blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much to everyone that hangs. Support these writers and these publishers and these narrators and these editors. Um, have a lovely day. Maybe go play some Zelda. Until next time, my name is Chris Hartram and I love you. Like a bishop who has forsaken sympathy Chasing sister squares I was lit before I Sleeping in the square I was lit Before I knew The storm was passing over And the wind blew